The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Well, Michael Ellis is with us, who's an author, horse lover, and US Marine veteran. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Thank you for asking. Now, this book that you've got is called A Horse Named Spirit, and it's actually a true story, isn't it? Yes, it is. In fact, uh, Spirit will turn 25 uh, this August. Wow. So is this about your own horse? Well, um, we, uh, the first one that we bought when we moved to the south and to Georgia uh, was a quarter horse named Stormy. Um, she ended up being bred, and that's her offspring. Oh. So we've had her since she was a twinkle, not even a twinkle in uh, her mother's eye. <laughs> so what made you want to write a book about this horse? A couple things. Number one. Um, the age group that I'm looking at is between um, 10 years old and 14, 15 year olds. They're very like a sponge at that age and love to read. When we when we used to train uh, kids and adults uh, on riding and how to take care of horses and stuff like that, um, there was always an interest. And I think there's still a big interest in horses now. So I wanted to pique that interest with with the book. Uh, the second thing is I'm a Vietnam vet, um, and I do suffer the same as most vets, not only Vietnam, but even in today's uh, PTSD. Mm-hmm. And and the book has helped me quite a bit with, with uh, handling my PTSD also. So it was mm-hmm. kind of a two-pronged type of a, of a, of a uh, therapy, if you want to call it. Yeah. Um, the book is done, uh, it's kind of a little different. It, it's, it's written as if Spirit is communicating uh, his thoughts, his feelings, uh, his ups, his downs, mm-hmm. uh, when he's scared, etc. like that. Now, in all his, a lot of his firsts, first time he gets his feet trimmed, uh, first time he's introduced to uh, uh, other horses, that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. there's 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 a little bit of comedy in there every now and then. Yeah. He, uh, he has a very unique ability uh, to uh, 
gas gas um, <laughs> <laughs> and and it's very loud when he does it so uh, it, it kind of woke up the barn when he first did, uh, did that so uh, it's got a little bit of everything uh, I was kind of surprised uh, how many adults uh, that have written have read it mm. and enjoyed it also so you know so it looks like my target audience has increased yeah and in what way do you feel it's helped you with your PTSD is it just that thing of writing about the horse's ups and downs that is maybe cathartic uh, yeah I, um, I think writing period uh, mm. you're able to get kind of um, memories and stuff like this nice memories instead yeah. of uh, the other the other avenue um i've sta- I, I finished the second book which that'll be coming out uh, uh early next year and um, and that one is uh um about about my horse this spirit is actually my wife's horse yeah. but uh um so you know it, I guess it helps with the emotions portion. Yeah. And do you feel it's quite important to have some comic relief in there as well? Because you don't want it to be straight up ups and downs the whole time, do you? Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, uh, there's some uh, there's some scary scenes uh, yeah. uh, that happened uh, the, the first and second night uh, after he was born in, in the barn and stuff like mm. this. Uh, so they're scary. There's there's a little bit of a hu- there's humor, um, that kind of stuff. And, yeah. and and for the most part, truthfully, that's what horses basically, um, even the same as like humans, um, they evolve, they go through the different uh, um, thought processes. Yeah. How much of the story is true? I mean, is it all true, or did you have to maybe make up a few things? for dramatic effect and whatever? Oh, not really. Uh, if I had to put a percentage, I would say probably 90, 95, about 90% of it is all, is all actual activities that, that, that happened uh, well. first time on a trail ride, uh, even though he wasn't being ridden at the time. Uh, so for the most time, most of that, almost like I say, about ninety percent of the uh, uh, story is actually true uh, events that happened. Yeah, and how do you decide that tiny percentage of stuff that you're going to make up? Is that a hard decision to make, or do you feel that it's you know necessary that it can't all be true? I, I think it was necessary. It was necessary um, as he's gotten a little bit older. Uh, well, actually, when he started, I think it was in his late teens, yeah. um, he started to run into what they call calcification, uh, and and his uh, well, it'd be a P two, which is the lower portion of his leg, which mm. uh, is now restricted on, on uh, riding and stuff like this. So he's basically he's he's retired, but I wanted to continue a little bit more into the story, so I got to I got to add a, a, a little bit of that. Yeah. And what would you say it is about spirits that is so special? Um, I think the biggest thing is probably um, all horses are special. Mm. Okay? And, and, and that's what I kind of wanted to get the readers to, to kind of understand. And me, of course, he's special because he's ours. Yeah. So that, 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 that makes him, uh, to me, a lot of the things he's gone through unique. To be real, to be honest, it's probably about everything that any horse is gone through mm. he's had the luxury that he's never really had any uh he, he's only had one family 
he's ever dealt with. Uh, many horses, example, his mother. When we got his mother, uh, she was uh, four years old and she had five owners. Wow. So she moved all the way from, from south, way south Georgia, uh, traversing all the way up up to uh, um, uh, middle Georgia. Uh, that's a lot of, you know, and, and not not all the owners are, were uh, evidently kind to her. She's, she's got a scar on her face uh, that looked like uh, somebody had, had beat her and stuff like that. So it, it took a while with her to um, end up um, being able to trust humans. Mm. Spirit never had that issue. I mean, he's always had love his, his entire life. Yeah. Is your horse perhaps different from normal in terms of the way it interacts with humans because of the fact that it's only ever had one family? You know, is it more trusting? I think exactly that. Um, our issue we actually had up until he was about not quite a year old um, was that he, he was always around dogs, cats, yeah. chickens, humans. I mean, when he was born, he, he probably had uh, 10, 12 humans all nestled around uh, the stall where, where, where Stormy was, was basically uh, giving birth to him. Yeah. So for a long time, Bear was, for the most part, confused on if he was a horse who was a dog, who mm. was a cat. I mean, he, he, yeah. he literally would play with the dogs, which which is nice, but that can be kind of dangerous. Mm. You get, a, a say, a, a nine-month-old horse, he's roughly 600 pounds, 500 pounds at that age, um, yeah. not knowing that, that he could he could hurt you, um, not, not meaning to, mm. but thinking that he's playing. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. I mean, literally, he would run, jump, you know, come come running at you and stuff like that. And of course, he's popping at the time. But uh, um, so we, we kind of had to uh, uh, throttle back uh, some of the activities on him because of that. Yeah. To get him to understand that he, he was a horse, he's not yeah. a dog. Yeah. It's interesting that there's no sort of species barrier there. I mean, as humans, we can play with dogs and cats and whatever, but we know there are different species, whereas that seems to be different there. Right, exactly, exactly. And, and, and like I say, uh, all of that was because you know he's he's never he's never known uh, a, a beating or miss, literally missing a meal. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, he's a quarter horse, so he, he has a tendency to get kind of chunky. Uh, but uh, um, he's and, and even at 24, he uh, he's still he's still very affectionate uh, to yeah. humans. Um, I have a well right now he's a 20 22 year old grandson, but when he was born, he'd, he'd crawl underneath, you know, he'd be three or four months old, he'd be crawling underneath uh, Spirit, and we, uh, he, he, uh, we'd, we'd put him on his back and stuff like that, and he'd, he'd ride around uh, wow. with a four or five month old baby on his back, so. Yeah, wow. Are horses quite loyal as well, like dogs are, you know, how loyal are they compared to dogs? I guess the analogy is that basically it's the same. Mm. In other words, are all dogs loyal? Most of them, I suppose. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. Horses are the same way. It yeah. depends on how horses are raised mm. uh, and developed uh, uh, when it comes to loyalty. Uh, every horse that we've had, uh, for example. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, 
you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Going back to uh, uh, his mother, which is Stormy, Um, it took, it probably took six, seven months um, of working with her just to trust. In other words, um, she'd been beaten uh, and and she she had a very, very tough life. And so she she did not trust humans. So I remember many of uh, of the time my wife would would, uh, take her out riding and uh, she'd come back. And my wife would be in tears, wanting to know if, if if Stormy would would ever trust her. And then all of a sudden, there was a light turned on, and, and uh, I think it was it was after a trail ride that we had done, and yeah. you know, everything was was uh, really uh, trusting at that at that at that mm. point. Um, which, you know, digressing, probably there were several issues uh, we 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 had to uh, tie her to a post to get to uh, uh, to to brush her and groom her and stuff like that and she just freaked and snapped the post off wow. um after after the, that barrier finally was reached reached um you could do you could start doing almost anything with her it took a while I, you know i'm a i'm a, uh, a trained farrier and it still even took me some time for her to trust me to yeah. to do her feet yeah but then as she got older uh, and, and a lot with horses is the same the same way as it's also dog um with age comes uh, more trust mm. you know and, and also they settle down more you get a puppy constantly jumping around and everything like that uh trying to nibble on you and you know and stuff like that and 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 a, and a horse of course basically is the same thing a problem is is with a horse when they nibble that really hurts but as as they get older and and they really start to understand the humans and the humans start understanding understanding the horse basically then you get run into that bond yeah that's what you look for that's true i definitely wouldn't want to be bitten by a horse of all animals right yes yes so it it now um it's a good book uh like i say i I, i've really been surprised at how many adults uh Mm. have given me feedback good positive feedback uh, on the book. Um, in fact, I'm at a book signing. I was at a book signing yesterday, uh, and I have two today. Uh, yeah. And the problem is, I sold out all my books yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, well, on Monday, I stopped. I should say. Yeah. So I have to start taking orders today. But uh, <laughs> um, so the book has been going very good. Yeah. Um, did you intend for adults to read it, or did that just end up happening by accident? That, that's just. I mean, I expected, for the most part, adults buying the book. Yeah. More or, you know, their kids, grandkids, mm. and that kind of stuff. But like I say, what surprised me the most was how many of the adults gave me feedback that they really enjoyed reading, re- reading the book, and that's why they were going to make sure that their kids were yeah. uh, read the book. So. Yeah. And how do you decide when the story is finished because spirit is still alive of course so how do you go the story is done um basically i didn't i mean i could have wrote more i could have written excuse me i could have written mm. more um but i wanted to like i say I, the, with the age group that i was working with okay i didn't want to make 150 page or 175 page book yeah and have kids halfway through it says you know i mean <laughs> 
their, their spans a lot of times is much shorter. Yeah. And so I, I left it to, to 84 pages. And it seemed, and, and I actually got a couple of comments back that, that that was ideal for, for their kids um, because it, it kept their attention mm. all the way to the end. Yes. As I think if I would have continued, uh, I might have lost that audience. Mm. In fact, the, the second book, which is Thunder, uh, which is which is the story of my horse, um, I have to actually <clears throat> I have to actually cut it short because right now I've probably got uh, about 90, 95 pages. Wow. So I actually have two books on him. So that that's how I, I decided where the book should end. Yeah, absolutely. He's deceased. So the second part of that book is going to be for me mentally wise is going to be a much harder part of book to to uh, write. Is the second book a direct sequel from the first one? Um, not a di- direct. I mean, Thunder was was Spirit's mentor. Mm. Okay, so he had, for the most part uh, a lot of his his life lessons he learned from Thunder. So uh, it would be a, a but it's not really a sequel. Um, um, I, I had to take a, a, a little bit of uh, uh, imagination because I didn't get thunder until he was about three years, three, probably about three years old. So I still wanted to start him as a youth. Yeah. Um, so I have some of my original artwork that I did uh, in that in the beginning of that, um, knowing knowing basically the region and where he he was born. I was able to kind of conjure up my imagination of what probably the barn looked like. Uh, that he was born in that kind of stuff yeah. and, and then using my, my what I know for uh, um, training horses uh, and basically humans that have horses I was able to kind of write uh, that portion until actually when we went to uh, down to uh, Alabama to yeah. actually we went there to look at another horse another horse for a, uh, a customer at the uh, the barn mm-hmm. and this pain in the butt horse kept on bugging me um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, we uh, finally, after we decided on which horse we were going to get for the customer, uh, the owner basically looked at me and says, well, are you going to buy that horse? And I said, well, I, I really didn't come here to buy a horse. I mean, I didn't even bring a checkbook. But, like, not a problem. He handled writing the check and I paid him back. But uh, uh, so it's, it's kind of a sequel, but it's not. Mm. Um, and like I say, I had to cut the, that book kind of short um, because of uh, um, the length of it. Yeah. And, and that 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 book, you know, it's complete. Uh, I've gotten several friends and everything like that. One, one say that I should release it for Christmas. The other ones say, no, wait till next year because you want to see what your what spirit does yeah. at Christmas sales. Uh, so I'm not I'm not really sure which which avenue I'm going to go. But uh, but the second book will be just as good as first. Yeah, a horse is certainly the best impulse buy you could get. I think. Exactly. Uh, oh, I, in fact. My first book signing, which, like I say, was Monday night, I ran into quite a few people. Oh, my grandkids will love that, you know. <laughs> yeah. and so they bought two, uh, oh, one wow. for each grandkid. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like I say, I think the the audience I have, um, there's a lot of children's books that are out there. Yeah. But what I've seen, it looks like that that young adult uh, group somewhat kind of missed. Mm. Everybody wants lots of the fairies and the goblins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After the second book. Are there plans for even more after that one, even if it's not, you know, direct sequels, it could be something completely well, different? Like you say, after the second book will be the third book, which will still be about, 
continuation of thunder. Yeah. Um, and that's the one I'm having, having kind of difficult because that's from an emotional standpoint, uh, that will take him up to, and I'm not sure how I handle that. Mm. Uh, cause, cause he, uh, he, we end up losing thunder. Mm. Uh, but I probably not have to use my imagination. I mean, we've got several other horses right now. We've got four horses and we got two donkeys. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I might move on to uh, my, uh, what we call the boys, which are, I've got two donkeys, and they're kind of very comical, so I might might diverse and, and go, go something on the top. Yeah, sounds interesting. Well, in the meantime, where are all the places that your new book, A Horse Named Spirit, is available? Well, Amazon uh, is the primary, um, and then Barnes & Noble and uh, Google Books. Um, those are, are, are primarily the, the, the big three that, that I have right now. Uh, there's works. Uh, Amazon is working on uh, another facility, they've told me, which is Ingalls Sparks. Uh, and I'm hoping that will be done because I've gotten several bookstores that, that, that uh, have, have asked about that. And of course, yeah. there's issues with Amazon versus them. So, But, uh, but the main, like I say, the main main uh, main ones would, would be Amazon and uh, Barnes & Noble and Google Books. Great. And I've, they can order through my website, which is uh, uh, com. Great. Well, many thanks for joining us on the show. It's been very interesting to have you on. Thank you, Toby. Have a good day. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound The Toby Gribbon Show